Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, this is LA. Welcome back. So, this is the Christmas season. And even though I'm very Hebraic perspective, I am not a person who slams the Christmas holiday, which probably brings much dissatisfaction, possibly hate, from other groups who just absolutely go wiggity-whack over Christmas. And let me just say, God bless you people, uh, and balance, balance, ladies and gentlemen. That's really where we're trying to get at. Let's uh, look at a, a song that just really touches me, and I think about it every Christmas season. The song is actually Let There Be Peace on Earth. Let There Be Peace on Earth. My favorite, one of my favorite renditions of that song was actually done by a country and western artist by the name of Vince Gill. And Vince Gill, if uh, you're into Christian contemporary music, married Amy Grant. And uh, Amy Grant was the queen of contemporary Christian music at one point. But anyway, that really, that connection really doesn't have anything to do with my love for the song because one thing I love about the song is that he sang it with his daughter. And it's a very short song and they sang it beautifully and it really choked me up because it was really kind of just encapsulated everything that really I feel like Christmas time ought to be doing for people because it just it's about peace family I love the fact that he had his daughter singing it with him in family and so it, the first phrase is, let there be peace on earth. The second phrase, I think, is like a one-two punch. It's even it's got more power than even the first one. Let there be peace on earth. Yes. Second phrase is, and let it begin with me. And let it begin with me. So, how do you do that? Part of the way you do that is you accept the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Who's that? Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Now, peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is not the absence of conflict. It's just not. Now, what the Prince of Peace is able to do for us, though, is if he's in our hearts, the Spirit peace can reign in you and it can start out from there from you to your family to your neighbors to the world 
Now, let's look at a verse for a moment. This is actually this is actually in Luke, and it's Luke fourteen, chapter two, verse fourteen. This, of course, is part of the Christmas story where shepherds in the field. Angel comes, announces to them the birth of Jesus. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of wonderful sermons over the fact that, hey, you know, it's really unusual that, that it would happen to, to shepherds. Shepherds really weren't looked at very well at all at that point, weren't even considered credible. But that's who God started with. And actually, I think also this is kind of a throwback to David, who was started as a shepherd, right? But anyway, verse, uh, so Luke 2, verse 14, and this is the ESV, English Standard Version. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Now that verse kind of stuck on me for a second. And here's part of the reason why, and, 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 and I don't normally try to deep dive into some, uh, into a lot of uh, textual criticism, per se. But there's a few things that I noticed on this verse. And I'm going to say, here's an opinion. So, in the English Standard Version, which is a modern version, it says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Which means kind of makes you look like, wait a minute, so glory to God, yeah, that I get, fantastic. On earth peace among those whom he's pleased. So only people who God, God is pleased with are really supposed to get peace, I guess. Or maybe the offer is only for people who he's pleased with. Uh, this is kind of a hard verse. Now, let me read it in the King James, which is a little bit different. And this is how you've traditionally heard it. it in the King James, it says, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Well, that's a little different. So, kind of looks almost like from that verse that God wants peace on earth yes glory to God in the highest absolutely and that God's got goodwill towards men there's not a qualifier in there I mean, there's a, if you look at the other version, it says, with whom he's pleased. If you look at the King James, it says, you know, goodwill toward men, end of story. Well, that's interesting. And the reason why is because one of them, it's the same verse, different versions. One version makes it look like God really wants goodwill towards everyone. Now, granted... Let's go back to John 3.16 a second. And, and, and for God so loved the world. It doesn't say so God loved only the people he was really pleased with. Yeah. It says for God so loved the world, right? 
And then here we've got this that says goodwill toward men. However, swap that baby over, and then you got on earth peace among those with whom he's pleased. Okay. So I try not to deep dive into areas that'll get me in trouble, but uh, and let me just say I have I don't have a degree in Koine Greek, so you know got language tools like everyone else. Um, but let's just say that when you pull out the interlinear, all right. And an interlinear basically gives you the English words as they appear along with the Greek words as they appear. And the sentence structure is kind of jinky a little bit. Um, for example, the interlinear I'm looking at now basically phrases it this way. Glory in highest God and superimposition soil peace in from satisfaction. All right? Now, that's a head-scratcher. And there is a lot of commentaries. The commentary section just lights up like a Christmas tree. Um, why? Because a lot of people have, uh, have a kind of thoughts to, you know, plug in there. So, breaking this down just a little bit, okay? Just kind of filling it out, because some of the words are like, hmm. So, glory in highest God. All right, that makes sense. You know, and, okay. Now, this word superimposition basically is the, what the computer's trying to say. is uh, It's a preposition, in relation to distribution, and that has to do with what is over everything, okay? And that is clear as mud. Let's just say this. It means upon. <laughs> that means uh, and something is going to be put upon, and then the next word is, believe it or not, soil. But it means ground, land, or world. So something is going to be spread over the entire world. And then the next word is peace. Okay. All right. All right. In, from, and then you got the word satisfaction here. Which is the word eudokia. This is a fantastic fascinating word. It's actually, and it's used in different places, different ways, but in general, eudokia comes from two different words. First one, or two, you know, that's kind of put together. First one is eu, eu, which means good, and then the second word is dokeo, which means To think, all right, or to please, be of reputation. So, good reputation, 
think good or good thinking of somebody. So it has to do with attitude, right? Now, uh, stick with me for a second because I'm going to put this together, all right? I know this is a lot of technical jazz, but let me, let me say this. I think this is a case in, so, in some ways where we have theology dictating how the phrase is put out here. Because if you say the word, let's go back to the English Standard Version where it has glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those who, with whom he's pleased, immediately you can go to Calvinism. And Calvinism has basically uh, the idea of special election. Where you got some people who are saved, some people who are not. Period. And God is, is, has them handpicked. So if you use that, you can say, okay, those are the people that God wants peace for. And that has to do with the theology dictating what's going on with the text. All right. And that happens, by the way. There are other places in the Bible where certain versions will say certain things based on the people who translate the uh, Bible. Now, you go back to the KJV, and it just says, Peace on of goodwill towards men. So, here's why I like that, that, and that rendition. Because... God is predisposed to have a good attitude towards us. God is predisposed. Yes, we are sinners. Yes, we don't we fall short. No, we cannot earn our own salvation. Yes, we need God. But you know Here's the thing, and this is why it's so important at Christmas. God is predisposed to being good will, having good will toward us. I, I, I really believe that. And I believe the word says so. For God so loved the world. Not, hey, this hand-picked elect people over here. The world. He was predisposed. Now, does that mean everyone gets saved? No. Why? Because free will. We get to choose. And it's like C.S. Lewis said. I mean, you know, you get to heaven and, and God, you know, if you didn't choose <laughs> to work with God through his Savior, through his process, through his love, then God says, okay, your will be done. You didn't want to be part of me when you were down here, you know, down on earth, so then we're just going to run with that. So you're separated from me for all eternity here. And that is uh, indescribably horrible. So, getting back to it, you know, I, and, and again, if that sounds really confusing with that, with that verse then I'll apologize, but here's what I'm saying. God so loved the world 
that he sent his only begotten son in the form of a baby emptied of his manifested power so that he didn't blow the earth up when he came but came as a baby in a manger broke with nothing if that doesn't demonstrate that God has goodwill toward men nothing else will on this planet or ever And that's why I like the King James Version of that verse. At least it, it feels clearer that way. It sounds more exact. I don't believe uh, the, in necessarily a... You know, I don't think everyone's worked out the free will aspect... of what God allows us to do. But here's the thing. Choose God. This Christmas, choose that baby in a manger. Choose life. And let God show you how much goodwill He can give you. He'll turn your life on like a Christmas tree. And it'll be beautiful. So with that in mind, I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.